welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today we are going to be talking about the midlife transits. So please sit back and enjoy. So today we're going to be talking about the midlife transits. These are the transits that happen between the ages of 37 and 47, roughly, depending on how this falls in your chart. So if you want to know exactly how it's going to affect you, you will need to know your birth chart. So today I'm just going to be speaking generally about what these transits mean. So when you are born, the planets are all in a certain position. So if you are born on September 2nd, 1982 at 1017 in the morning, a snapshot is taken, which is your birth chart, and you can see where all of the planets were at that point in time. So when we get to the midlife transits, the outer planets, which are Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, uh, they come back into interface with those points from the day you were born. So the first midlife transit is Pluto square Pluto. So Pluto has an orbit of 248 years. That's how long it takes to get around the sun. It stays in each astrological sign for to 30 years. Right now it's in Capricorn. It'll be in Capricorn. It went into Capricorn in 2008. It'll leave in 2024. So what is Pluto square Pluto? The transiting Pluto, the Pluto that is moving now, squares the position that Pluto was in when you were born. So what exactly does this mean? A square is a challenging aspect. It creates tension. And so this happens at roughly the age of 37. So Pluto in your chart is how you transform. Evolutionary astrology astrologers say that the that Pluto represents the soul. Uh I feel that it's how you transform. So the Pluto square Pluto, by the age of 37, roughly, you know, you've been living your life, you may have been, you know, married, had children, you survived your Saturn return, which takes place, you know, between the ages of 28 and 30. And then the aftershocks kind of last until you're 32. You know, so You've had a couple of years to kind of come into your own. And the Pluto square Pluto is really about how you are empowered and how you are disempowered. Pluto is about power. He is about transformation. He's about crisis. He is the lord of the underworld. Uh, So this is, uh, it's an underworld journey. So Pluto... Transiting Pluto squares the point of your natal Pluto and asks the question, have you transformed into who you promised you would be on the day of your birth? And usually the, the answer is no. 
<laughs> because we always have some type of work to do. So this uh, can be a bit of a crisis, and but it can also be very empowering because squares give us challenges so we are able to become our best self. Uh some people say that this is like a psychological deep dive of like, I've come this far in my life, I'm staring 40 in the face, like, what does it all mean? What have I done? Am I happy with what I've, I've done? Am I an empowered person? If so, where do I have power? If I'm a disempowered person, how am I disempowered? Who did I give my power to? How do I reclaim it? It's all of those kind of questions. Pluto is a transpersonal planet. So this lasts for about two years. And it's kind of just, it's something that's running in the background. It's not like every day you're faced with a crisis or, oh my God, who am I and what am I doing and where am I empowered and where am I not? It's just kind of like this ongoing undercurrent to your life. So these que- so something will happen when these transits exact in your chart and then these questions may come up. I was looking at mine because I have already gone through mine and mine had 1 2 3 I had 3 hits of it. And usually that's how these things work out is that you get like a beginning, middle and end with transits like this. So that's Pluto square Pluto. And that's going to happen between, like like I said, ages 37 to 39. And then you get like a little bit of a break. And then you get the next midlife transit is Neptune square Neptune. So Neptune has an orbit of 164 years And it stays in each sign about 14 years. Right now, it's in Pisces. It moved into Pisces in 2012. It'll be there till about 2025. So again, Neptune square Neptune, a challenging aspect. And it is transiting Neptune. Neptune that we have now is squaring the point that Neptune was at when you were born. Neptune is the dreamy planet. It's the dissolved planet. It's kind of like, yeah, we're all one. It's like I always think of the I always think of Neptune as like the, the hippie of of the of the planets. And because Neptune is kind of dissolved and foggy. This is a good time to slow down. So you've you had this crisis. You went into the underworld. Pluto killed you for your own good sort of thing. And you came out the other side going, okay, you know, this is where I have power. This is where I don't have power. This is how I empower myself, so on and so forth. And then Neptune comes in and and creates a challenging aspect of like, of, well, you know, what do you really want? (laughs) What is your dream? What do you really want your life to look like? And we can get kind of 
pie in the sky, but we're also grounded in reality too. So it's just this really foggy, fuzzy time. It's I I read somewhere and I can't remember where right now that a Neptune the Neptune square Neptune transit is like driving up a mountain on a dark night with heavy fog. And the key component is just to slow down with this transit. It's going to happen between like the ages of 39 and 41. So you kind of, you know, you're staring 40 in the face <laughs> with Pluto square Pluto. And then and then 40 happens. And then it's just kind of like, okay, what do I really want to do? I still feel good. I'm still young enough. I'm not I'm not old, although I know sometimes our society would have us believe different, but you're not old. You still feel good. So it's kind of like what do I want my life to look like? You know, if I'm not if you're not satisfied with your life up until this point, you just went through Pluto square Pluto to to get some power and to get some empowerment. So how can you change that? But by the same token, it's kind of foggy and kind of scary. It's also a good time, though, to really delve into artistic and spiritual practices. Even if it's just like, I'm just going to take that art course that I wanted, always wanted to take, or I'm going to learn how to play an instrument, or um, I'm going to develop some type of spiritual practice. You know, these are all the kind of things that we can do to help us through these transits because they can be be difficult and they can be frustrating because it's like you're trying to get to something, but you feel like you can't get to it. <laughs> Those are the kind of things that you can do to mitigate the more difficult times of the of those transits. So after we have Neptune square Neptune, we have the peak, which is Uranus square, excuse me, Uranus opposite Uranus. So this is, so first off, Uranus has an orbit of 84 years. So it takes 84 years to get around the sun. If you live long enough, uh, you will have a Uranus return, but about when you hit the age of 42 is when you have the Uranus opposite Uranus. So when so transiting Uranus is now opposite the Uranus point of when you were born. Opposition is also a challenging aspect because now you have these two points are facing off. So Uranus is asking the natal point, did you fulfill the promise that you made when you came into this world? And Uranus is all about rebellion and freedom. And I always think of lightning bolts when I think of Uranus. It can be a very revelatory time with Uranus opposite Uranus. It's also like that typical uh, midlife crisis. <laughs> You know, and uh, this is a time where you're still in that phase of like, now I still feel pretty good. I got to but I got I got time pressing on me. I still need to go and do a bunch of stuff. And this might be a time when you're more willing to take risks 
And also, too, this is um, this is actually too like a lot of times when we see people getting divorced. I'm not saying you're going to get a divorce, <laughs> but it's uh, a time when people, you know, they want to break out of the mold that they've been in for, you know, a good chunk of their lives. Um, right or wrong. Uh, I mean, there really is no right or wrong way to do this stuff. It's all about living and being and learning. Um because even though these are midlife transits, it sounds like, oh, yeah, you know, you're, you know, you're really mature in life doesn't mean that you don't still have things to learn. So Uranus, Uranus is really doing the unexpected. This is an this is also another time too where we can have a lot of spiritual awakening. And uh, actually, I was talking to a friend online, and she didn't refer to it as her midlife crisis. She referred to it as her midlife awakening. And she had talked about how she was at an age where, you know, her kids were mostly grown, and she was really far into her career, and she was really in a good place, and she felt more freedom than she had in previous years. So it can manifest that way too, but it can also manifest as doing really reckless stuff. So you've always got to be mindful of how this is playing out for you. And then last but never least is Saturn opposite Saturn. So transiting Saturn is opposite the point that Saturn was at when you were born. And Saturn is the great taskmaster, father time. And he's basically the one that makes us stay in line. (laughs) So Saturn opposite Saturn is the reality check of like, you had your Pluto square Pluto, you went through your underworld journey. Awesome. You had Neptune square Neptune. You had that really foggy yet our artistic time where you were really trying to figure out like, what do I really want my life to look like? And then you had your Uranus opposite Uranus where you know, you figured out like, oh, this is what I really want my life to look like. And you took some risks. And Maybe that came into fruition and maybe it didn't. Saturn is kind of like the cleanup crew. (laughs) Saturn is just like, yeah, you've had your fun. Okay, now it's time to get real. It's if you've done your work, Saturn rewards you. But Saturn only rewards hard work. He's he's not like Jupiter, where Jupiter is just like, sure, everybody, you know, just have cake and ice cream for dinner and, you know, do what you want to do. Saturn is just kind of like, no, you have to work for the rewards that you receive. And if there's anything that needs cleanup, like if there's still something that's kind of hanging on that is old and of not of use to you anymore, Saturn kind of comes in with this scythe and just cuts it away. So it's a culmination point. 
it can be very rewarding, but it can also be like, uh, okay, this is your last and final warning <laughs> that, you know, this stuff that's been holding you back, which is most of the time, let's face it, sometimes it's us. We can't get out of our own way. It's kind of like, this is your last call to get out of your own way and live your life the way that is in alignment with your soul. All of this stuff that you went through with Pluto, that underworld journey. Excellent. I'm glad you found a way to be empowered and where you're disempowered. You saw how you really want your life to look. And then with Uranus, you took some risks. Okay, now down to business. And it's only lasts for a year. You get three hits of it. And it's all within like one year. Uranus, opposite Uranus, lasts about two years, like a year and a half. But this one's only about a year. So it just kind of, it kind of comes in and it's just kind of like, all right, clean it up, <laughs> move on. So, and that usually happens like age 44 through 46. I like to think that these things last till about, Age, I mean, and I've read that they last till about age 47, because even after you're done with transits, there's still like release time. <laughs> like there's still going to be some time afterwards, like even though like, okay, it's done exacting in your chart, there will still be some dissipation, there still may be some cleanup afterwards. So that's why I always think that like, you know, they, they last a little bit longer than just hitting the exact points. So Usually they are, are completed by age 47. You're, it may vary, though. It may be, you know, you might be done with them by the age of 46. It just all depends on how it exists in your chart. So, and if you want to know more about that, you can always hire an astrologer to tell you what your midlife transits are. And uh, I'm one of those people that can do that. So I think that's all I have to tell you about the midlife transits. I think the most important thing to remember in dealing with astrology, no matter what you're looking at, whether it be looking at your birth chart, looking at transits, looking at midlife, mid, looking at midlife transits, don't internalize your chart to the point of catastrophe. It's really easy to hear something like midlife transit and go, oh, that sounds terrible. And you talked about an underworld journey and now I'm afraid. No, these things can actually be really good for us. We are collaborating with the universe. It's not that like everything is happening to us. And yeah, sometimes things happen outside of our control, of course, but it's all in how we react to it. So when looking at these things, hearing about these things, reading about these things, just just remember to uh, not try to internalize it, catastrophize it, uh, but get excited about it. Uh, the, as someone who has trucked through most of my midlife transits so far, I've got to say, I mean, there have been times where it's been a whirlwind, but it's also been really exciting and cool at the same time. So with that, I'm going to say that this podcast is complete. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.